All right, everybody, here we are. Welcome to episode 89 of everyone's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is just okay. I'm your host, Nick Rose. And I gotta say, man, I never thought we'd make it this far. Um, when we stopped a couple years back, I didn't think I'd make it to 100. And uh, now that's my goal. So let's uh, get this thing rolling and uh, hit the theme song. And with that, how's everybody been? Uh, my week's holding strong, I guess. Um, it's been a it's been a rough past couple of days. Uh, we had a family emergency situation uh, come up yesterday. Um, still in the midst of that. I don't need to go into details. Just it's been it's been hard. And um, today was a really rough day too. Um, <laughs> I almost didn't do the the podcast tonight. I was just just kind of fed up today. And, um, you know, I think this is what makes me feel better. <clears throat> so it makes me feel good about life. And, uh, you got to keep pushing on even when you don't feel like doing it. And, uh, that's how I know that today's going to be a good episode. I'm not, I'm, I'm having a rough start. I'm going to have a rough time, but we're going to get through this. Um, I'm going to make it fun. <clears throat> that's all we can do. That's all we can hope for. Right. So what happened, um, I, I started out having a good day. Um, I woke up this morning and uh, we decided to, hey, let's go, let's go get Krispy Kreme, man. Let's take the kids out, get them donuts, breakfast. You know, we haven't been out as a family in months because of the the COVID. <clears throat> so today it was like, you know what? Hey, let's go for a drive. Let's get in the car and just be a family. Get out there and and just kind of get out of the house. And um, we did. Uh, Krispy Kreme line was ridiculous, but we made, made it through, got our donuts, uh, went shopping, you know, just kind of hung out. It felt a little bit normal until we, uh, stepped at the car wash. We did a car wash and, uh, that's when it got chaotic because I'm noticing more and more every day. You keep seeing stories <clears throat> and, uh, this is bringing out the worst in people, um, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say about that. Everything's just getting worse and worse. And I I knew it would, but everybody's got, I don't know, like quarantine sickness or whatever, where they just, they need to go outside and just take it out on everybody. Um, my my debit card got stolen this week, beginning of the week, um, right out of the ATM, man. Uh, so that was fun. <laughs> I, uh, I got my card um, back finally. They didn't spend any money, which was great because I was... Uh, I was negative anyway and waiting for my paycheck, but just the, the, the idea that someone would steal my bank card, like, come on. So that was the start of my week. Um, <clears throat> today at the car wash, we're, we went through the car wash, everything's good, and then we decided to, you know, it comes with the free vacuums, so we're there with the vacuums, we're getting the seats and stuff, and uh, I hear my wife yelling to my kid, hey, get in the car, get in the car right now. I look back, what's going on? This truck, this dude was drunk or something and he uh kept backing up and uh they they have the lanes blocked for the the social distancing so they have the lanes blocked with trash cans so every other lane is empty 
he knocked over one of the trash cans directly next to us. <clears throat> so we're thinking, okay, maybe this guy didn't see it. It's fine. My wife goes over, picks it up, and uh, he floors it, hits it again. Goes forward again, hits it in reverse, almost hits my kid. And that's where I lose it. And uh, I start yelling at the guy, and then he almost hits me in our car. And I'm like, dude, seriously, you know what? What's going on here? And I start, I start yelling at the dude, like, hey, pay attention to what you're doing. I don't know if he can't see, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna come over here, position myself to where I can kind of hand signal him here. Here's where you're going. Here's where you need to be. And I swore I was gonna get shot today. He, you know, he started yelling at his truck at me, and uh, waving his hands at me, and uh, just really aggressive. Just a, I had a really uneasy feeling about this dude. And uh, said, hey, man, I'm just trying to help you, okay? You obviously can't see. I'm just trying to get you on your way. And this dude was, this dude was ready to kill me because I looked at him wrong. And uh, I haven't felt like that since middle school, man. When uh, there was, yeah, I'll go back. I'll tell you a story. <clears throat> so about high school or uh, freshman year. Freshman year, yeah, it had to have been. Me and my friends were uh, waiting for the bus, you know, going to head down to the mall, you know, like, you know, teenagers do. And uh, this group of gangsters came walking up and tried picking a fight with us because they swore we were looking at them wrong. Like, I'm not looking at you. I'm minding my business. I'm waiting for the bus here. I just want to go about my business. Anyway, there was this big altercation between all of us, and we ended up calling the cops and... <clears throat> They got arrested that night. We didn't. We we uh, did our thing, went to the mall, had a good night, and came home. Um, funny story is uh, years later, one of the guys that was trying to... Not funny story. Terrible story, actually. One of the guys that tried to fight us that night is actually in prison for the next 40 years. He uh, murdered his one-year-old son out of anger. So I don't know if... I don't know. I'm not even going to joke about that. That's not, that's not funny. But um, I haven't had that kind of uneasy feeling in a really long time and that's how i felt today i swear if i had said anything or done anything else that guy probably would have shot me just for just for him being in the wrong and that's just the way people are these days um <clears throat> and you could probably hear it in the background there's cars just loud loud engines people just revving their engines and drag racing up and down my street like constantly it just goes for all day and night and Nobody does anything about it. You know, the cops ain't stopping these guys. And uh, I don't know. It's <clears throat> It makes me kind of uneasy in the neighborhood, too, which is another feeling I haven't had in a, a long time. But the problem is this happened today, and then I'm seeing all the all the other people um, and the way they're acting in the, the grocery stores and people fighting over masks and you know, just about every fourth car is drunk or something. They're weaving in and out of lines. This one lady pulled a car, pulled out <clears throat> in front of my house yesterday, opened the door and just started vomiting all over the parking lot and the, the street and sidewalk. And uh, a couple of little little booze bottles rolled out from under her car. She spit out what she had and then uh, closed the door and kept speeding off. I mean. These guys, I live in a residential area, 25 miles an hour. Everybody's got to do about 60 to 70, and there's kids in this area. So it's been a, it's been freaking me out. But <clears throat> after today, I, I let it get to me, and I tried not to. And because uh, this is, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning, 
And, uh, you know, you, you get over things like that. The dude went about his business. We were fine. My kid was fine. My car was fine. And uh, we went home, and <clears throat> I was just in such a bad mood all day, grumpy, uh, just kind of taking it out on everybody. I felt horrible. I, I still feel horrible. Um, I had a good talk with my son. You know, it's like I, I don't. I, I try to, to preach so much to them about being kind and, you know, not taking your problems out on everyone else, especially if they didn't, if they're not the reason you're upset. And that's exactly what I did all day. I took it out on them all day and I just felt horrible. I feel like I'm, I told them, I said, I feel like I'm failing you, dude, and I'm sorry. And, uh, the biggest thing I can say is, you know, adults do make mistakes. And as a, a parent, I do make mistakes. And, I will be the first one to admit to them. I will look I will look my kids right in the eyes and say I'm sorry. I'm wrong. And that's what I had to do today and it's like <clears throat> you know, everybody has those bad days and my bad day was uh pretty ridiculous, but it didn't end. You know, I mean it it did end, honestly, but yeah. I I tell them, you know, nobody has the right to uh there's a car I'll leave that in. <laughs> Nobody has the right to take your smile away. And all I ever want to see is you guys happy and smiling. And, you know, this this world can be unkind. And the best thing you can do is be kind, have a good heart. And, you know, don't hurt yourself or others. And then you're golden. You can do whatever you want. And that's what I did today. I took it out on them pretty hard. And it was, it was rough, man. But... <clears throat> On a good note, made some shredded pork uh, carnitas tacos with uh, some street corn. And it's probably one of the best things we've ever done. And it was amazing. So <laughs> that board game night, uh, that's back on track. I'll be posting some pictures on, on Instagram and stuff about the board games. Um, trophy nights are back, which is cool because for for a couple of years now, I mean, I've, I've had this notebook um, it looks like the uh, sports almanac from Back to the Future too, and instead of sports stats, because I'm not into sports, it's a blank notebook inside. We do um, a trophy night. Uh, we play board games with each other, and then you know, I, I was kind of thinking like WWE style, you know, where uh, we can we can play games all all week long, but once a week we can challenge each other for the trophy, just like challenging each other for the belt. And originally it was supposed to be a, a wrestling belt. That's what I wanted, but um, <clears throat> trophy's pretty cool. You know, you can you can sip grape juice in it if you wanted to, but um, um, for the longest time, I'd say for the last year maybe. Well, let me go back. We used to do it every Sunday, or every Tuesday, or you know, once a week we would have this game night. You know, four times a month, basically. And uh, I was checking the stats in the book, and for the last year, we've been lucky to get one game night a month. Which is, is pretty rough. And there's actually been a couple months where we've skipped. Just, you know, haven't had time. Or if you have the time, you're too tired, too busy, too whatever. And the, <clears throat> the one good thing about uh, being quarantined with, the, with everyone is that you tend to make time. You have the time because you make it. And now we're back to doing the board game nights once a week like we used to. And I realize, man, I, I haven't held the trophy since may of last year uh, my kids have been dominating all year long and uh my wife who hasn't held the trophy since march of last year took it tonight and so that was kind of a nice little change up and uh yeah that, that's always fun do 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 projects like that board games are great um 
and we sure have a lot of them. Um, I, I was trying to get this whole uh, Twitch thing set up to where I could do live streaming of the board games. So we do, we do this one. It's called uh, Gloomhaven, and it's probably one of the best games I've ever played. It was. It took me so long to learn, and uh, you know, perfect it. And there's so much to it that uh, it's kind of put a put a stop on all our other games because there's so much to this game that that's all you want to do and everything else just kind of takes a back seat so but we haven't done it in about a month and so that's opening us up to these other easy games like uh tonight i got one i got the funko verse uh one that comes with little funko pops uh, i got the batman edition and that's it's pretty cool it's pretty easy uh it's fun it's a quick game it's a strategy game um i'll post pictures of it it's pretty cool uh <clears throat> Not a, not much else. Um, I don't know if I talked about the uh, about the garden. Um, maybe I talked about it last week. I don't remember. Kind of, you know, the weeks are kind of blurred together now. But speaking of people and the way that they act and the way they are, um, we we planted a big big garden um, at my mom's place. She's got about an acre of land. We turned it into this big farm. This doomsday garden is what I call it. <clears throat> And I've got everything growing, uh, cucumbers, squash, bell peppers, watermelon, cantaloupe, corn, beans, carrots, uh, cilantro, basil, garlic, uh, potatoes, like you name it. I have every, every kind of vegetable and, and, and stuff you can desire, right? Because we figure if anything goes wrong, if anything goes bad, there's food shortages. We've got, we got these, uh, this wonderful garden that we can harvest this, this year. And uh, <clears throat> I was checking on him the other day and asking, you know, hey, how's the garden looking? I haven't been by in a few days. I've been working so much. You know, you guys still watering it and everything. And my mom proceeded to tell me that uh, in the middle of the night, someone came in and dug up a bunch of the plants and stole them. Um, about 13 of our watermelons disappeared. Um, a couple of, a couple of other things, I think, are basil, our peppers, our corn, just gone in the middle of the night so i'm glad i got that sunburn for nothing you know <laughs> um that's just that's just the way people are right now um it's it's not fun not fun for sure um but it's got to get better right we got to keep pushing on moving on doing our thing um here's another car coming by i'm gonna leave it in the audio recording if you could hear it People racing just nonstop, and we actually saw a car today um, with a really loud engine drive by, you know, seventy miles an hour, and then we never saw him turn around. So he went to the end of the street, turned down, and came back around. Not even a minute later, he came back zooming by again. It's like they just go on a loop in a circle. It's it's odd, and uh, it gets frustrating. And I feel like a grumpy old man just. Constantly complaining about the cars driving by, <laughs> but it's it's not the way it used to be. It's not something that I'm I'm used to. This used to be a really quiet street, and I don't know. People are just insane right now. Um, but um, speaking of insane, I, I do have a cool list. We're gonna get into my rants and raves, stuff like that. I'm gonna play a song and um, see if we can't change the mood up a little bit. About 15 minutes worth of updating my week. You know, something's wrong there. 
But um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna play a song for you guys, and we'll uh, we'll get into the rest of the stuff. Here we go. Love come down over the wall. You're spinning round and round because you wanted some love. I'll make it happen. Cause I don't want to break your fine face. I can take the way you want to wrap me up inside your smile. Open your heart and let the good stuff out. Water me, girl, and let me ease the drought because you wanted some love. Cause I don't want to break Your fine faces I can take The way you want to wrap me up Inside your smile I can't be gone Darling For very long no. Never know what you're gonna do Deep in front of you Take a look in between my eyes Because I'm back something a little different for you um so i had this idea and uh, like i said at the very beginning i had a really rough day and uh, i'm sorry i always bump the microphone that's got to be the worst sound in the world especially when you have headphones but um i had a really rough day and um i went in and talked uh, with my son about it and you know i apologized and i said look man um Adults make mistakes too, and and parents make mistakes. And I I know that you always apologize when you make a mistake, and that's what I'm here to do too. And um, he said, "Dad, all I want is for everyone to smile." And um, that hit me hard because he's such a he's such a good kid and such a such a happy boy. And um, so I was like, you know what? Tonight I'm gonna play a song called "Smile," and that's the name of the episode. And if you are ready to smile, I got a funny, uh, funny little top here, um, top list for you guys. Um, <laughs> and this comes from um, the Kitchenette um, website. Um, I guess I'll just jump into it. So whether you hate love or hate Yelp, um, you have to admit that it has a surprising level of influence in the Internet age. 
And uh, like any forum where average people get to say what they think, um, a whole lot of stupid goes on there. And so what happens when we find the dumbest restaurant reviews on Yelp and mock them. <laughs> so um, that's what we're doing here. And I'm, I'm not just talking about bad, regular bad reviews, nor am I talking about cleverly done pseudo pseudo reviews no no uh what we're looking for here is the dumbest of the dumb the uh lowest common denominator of entitled self-important douchebaggery that abounds um on that website uh though yelp is a tool that can theoretically at least be used for good or for ill these are individuals who choose neither road uh, diverged in a hollow wood, instead boldly striding straight into the underbrush of stupid and then wondering why they kept banging their faces on all the trees, rocks, and bears along the way. And what follows are the epic journeys of such brave trailblazers. So, um, I've got my own opinion on it. Uh, basically, Yelp is where... <laughs> overprivileged adults go to tattle and um this is uh this is gonna be fun i'm gonna i'm gonna try to do that here hopefully that is the last time i bumped the microphone i am so sorry okay this dude his name is robert and um he's known as the hydration avenger and you'll see why here um he's reviewing this bar and he says he, he gave it a one star on march 22nd of 2009 um and he says i paid a I don't know. Should I do it? Should I do a voice? Um, <laughs> I paid a cover to get out on Saturday night, was having a good time, had a couple of vodka drinks. Then I committed the terrible crime of asking for tap water. I was told I could not have any tap water, that I had to pay two fifty for bottled water. Great plastic right into the landfill i was really dehydrated and bought the water but didn't bother tipping the douchebag bartender i won't be returning to this place they made an undeserved 250 and in the process lost hundreds in future sales good job morons <laughs> that that's my voice when i read these yelp reviews that's the voice i hear so you will never be as angry about anything in your life as this Robert dude is about the, the time he was made to pay two fifty for bottled water at uh, at this bar in Los Angeles. Um, honestly, I'll never be as angry about anything as this dude is um, about their egregious hydration crimes. And uh, I'm the person who once compared pepper jack cheese to a war crime. So, whole other story. The above... The above image isn't the half of it. So, see, for four out of the past five years, this uh, crusader for H2O freedoms has gone back to update the same review over the, f the time uh, they charged him for water. So, um, again, on May 10th, 2011, he edited his review, and it says, still one star, almost two years out now and haven't been back as i said you made 250 you didn't deserve and lost out on a couple thousand dollars i would have spent there by now way to win over your customers then again on may 15th 2013 he wrote going up on or coming up on four years now of not having been back since they robbed me of my money to buy a glass of water despite having been drinking actual alcohol beverages all evening Oh my God. So it, on April 23rd of 2014, he wrote, 
It has been five years now since I spent a single dollar in this place. They lost a couple thousand now in sales to me. I hope the three dollars they made on the glass of tap water they charged me is paying their bills. God knows I'm not. Wait a minute. So it went from two fifty to three dollars. So in five years' time, they collected interest on that water. That's uh. <laughs> I mean, does he not realize that everyone can see the reviews next to each other? And then he brags about how they've lost thousands of dollars of his business by now since they're such a dark water rationing hellhole. You know, I'm sure they'll go bankrupt any day now. And when they finally do, they will shake their fists at the sky and scream in rueful agony. If only we hadn't charged that one douchebag for bottled water. Ours is surely a tragedy of our own design. Is there a way to read any of this review other than as a deranged ramblings of an obsessed madman. This dude thinks about revenge upon those who have wronged him more than Inigo Montoya. After he reads this post, and you know he will, uh, I fully expect him to show up and leave angry comments on everything I say here for the next decade. <clears throat> okay, so the next one here. Um, this one's... Uh... This one's pretty pretty uh, self-explanatory here. This uh, Sir Claire uh, Knight of Brevity, um, she she gives a one-star review to this place in uh, California on May twelfth, twenty fourteen, and says could use some vegan options. And and that's that's all it says. That that's a one-star review no comments about poor service or expensive prices or anything else that would indicate a negative dining experience just could use some vegan options well done you brave self-important eco-soldier have a kale cookie <laughs> this is not to say anything against vegans <clears throat> You can see my eye roll. No, uh, the fault lies not with um, her dietary restrictions, but with her unfailing insistence that everyone in the universe bow down to her whims, for she is the princess of Santa Monica. Look, some places just aren't going to have vegan options, and if you don't have to eat at those places, but giving a one-star review to a restaurant you haven't even been to purely because they don't serve the style of food that you personally want to eat is so mind-bogglingly self-centered that the kardashians are giving claire side eye i don't like indian food but i don't write one star yelp reviews of indian restaurants that say this place would be better with more cheeseburger choices claire makes me regret everything i've ever said about this generation not being entitled uh d-bags she's so terrible she's making me want to agree with uh the older generation, and that's uh, that's a tragedy. All right, <clears throat> Mason M. This dude from Chicago. Oh, what's he writing about here? I haven't I haven't pre read these, so uh, I'm kind of kind of just going here. So <clears throat> looks like I don't know. Um, He's complaining about some maximum occupancy mandates. He says uh, on November 17, 2007, this place sucks. At 10 p.m. on a Friday, they weren't letting people in. Oh, it's, it's a club. They weren't letting people in because, as the bouncer put it, we don't want to crowd people in. We want you to come back some other time. Be relaxed and enjoy yourself. Good luck with that, friend. <laughs> what do you mean, fire code? Sounds like something something gay to me, brosif. Uh Bros probably won't let us in because we're not into butt stuff with dudes, am I right? <laughs> Up top, no homo. 
That, that That's what I'm seeing with this review here, honestly. Let's establish a new rule. You can't write a non-obviously satirical review on Yelp unless you've actually been to the place in question. And you can't give a place a one-star pure, purely yeah, purely because they very politely and kindly told you, sorry guys, we're super full right now. You'll have to come back another time. This guy may not be as adorably insane as Robert up on the top of our list here, but he seems uh, infinitely more uh, douche bro <laughs> That's for sure. Okay, Marina, um, who longs for her own stand-up special here. She gives a two-star review on May 23rd, 2013. I'm trying not to name the places in question here. I don't want to, I don't know about lawsuits and all that stuff, and I don't want to be, uh, putting myself on the front line to getting sued here. So I don't know what the, what the deal is. I just wanted to read these because I thought they were funny. So, okay. She says, sure, maybe it's cool that they have a late night club scene, but I was there to see what the food hype was all about. Tried several orders of the sushi, cut to, cut in hand rolls, and it was just basic. Meh. And this was the first place ever that I was charged for an extra sauce for my hand roll. Do you really need to nickel and dime customers for something that equates to a condiment? Additionally, this is the first and only sushi restaurant I've been to that does not employ Asian sushi chefs. (laughs) That detracted from the overall experience as well. Service was a mixed bag. Waitress and busboy were both friendly and attentive, while other staff dragged themselves around at the place looking as though they were at a funeral. Alright, let's actually start at the bottom, because we're going to need to run up to that second paragraph. So, her server and busboy were great, but a quick one-second glance at the other service as they wandered around the restaurant makes her give the service a mixed review. So, does every server in Marina L's theoretical perfect restaurant wander around with a Stepford wife smile on their face? Anyway, even if they did look like they were at a funeral, I guarantee it's because having to deal with people like Marina L all day makes them wish they were dead. (laughs) Uh, Really, though, our attention should be on that second paragraph. Read that back a few times. The... The race of the chefs detracted from her overall experience because, of course, only Asians know how to make sushi, just like only Italians know how to prepare pasta, or only Mexicans are capable of doing anything worthwhile with a tortilla. It's certainly not possible for the chef to become acquainted with a cooking style he or she is the wrong color for. Marina is a very, very small half-step from seriously... What else would Asians be doing? Their entire purpose is to make me sushi. And just in case you're about to rush to defend this as uh, not being that screwed up. Oh. <laughs> okay, so the very last line of the review says, Me not oh me so harny. And there it is. I can't decide which is more offensive, the comment itself or the fact that she messed up the racist joke she was trying to make. Me not, oh me so harny? Could you possibly do a worse job sticking the landing on your dumb attempt at orientalist comedy? Like, when I see when I see people on, on Facebook and Twitter making the same, uh, what do you call it? I don't know, whatever Trump joke over and over. I'm not just I don't know. <laughs> Let, let's just move on from this one. This is a... Okay. Oh, oh, hey, check this out. Check this out. This is where it gets hilarious, though, because uh, fortunately for high comedy fans everywhere, the owner of Harney Sushi... Oops, I said the name. I'm sorry. Decided to respond to Marina's 
idiotic post. So the owner writes back and he says, uh, I would have loved to have personally messaged this guest to thank them for reviewing Harney as I do with everyone, but she disabled the ability to personally respond. So I'm inclined to make a public comment. Maybe we are just not the cup of tea for everyone and we don't expect to be. Sometimes guests have bad experiences and I will do my best to remedy these. However, in this case, I find myself having to explain or defend our chefs and the industry at large. You see... Our chefs may not be your traditional Asian sushi chefs that uh, Marina implies detracts from her experience, but I will stack our chefs up against any restaurant in San Diego County. Between the eight of them, they amass an astonishing 100 years of sushi experience, have won Best of the Fest award competing against the best chefs of the county, and have received numerous accolades and dozens of print and online articles. Um, so I'm, It goes on like that, so... Um Good, good, good. So, uh, but uh, Marina wasn't about to let anybody. Oh, this goes on. This is great. Um, she wasn't gonna let me let an eminently reasonable, logical argument derail her dummity. See what I did there? It's like comedy, but with extra dumb. Um, I, <laughs> so this is her one-hour special. So she fired back. Here we go. Response to owner comment. As a customer, it is my prerogative to have a personal. Oh, sorry. Uh, voice. As a cu- oh, what was the voice I was doing? Oh my! Uh, as a customer, it is my prerogative to have a personal preference of a specif- specialized restaurant. I do not say your lack of Asian chefs detracted from food quality, only the ambiance. For me personally, if I go to a Chinese restaurant, I don't want to hear hard rock music piped through the restaurant, for instance. It detracts from the theme. Take it with a grain of salt rather than being butthurt about it. translation it's my preference whether i want to be a dick which i have to admit is actually true she has a point a restaurant playing rock music is totally equivalent to the ethnicity of the chef as people can choose to be a different ethnicity just like music can be turned on or off and i'm also pretty sure she doesn't know that take it with a grain of salt means because she just said believe only believe only part of what i say Slash take what I said to be exaggerated, which only makes sense if that complaint is satirical or intentionally hyperbolic. And as she just made clear, it's not comedy, basic decency, idioms. There is no is there no start to Marina L's skill set. Uh, the craziest part of this is that she she says it didn't even detract from the food quality. She just wants the chefs to be Asian, <laughs> not even Japanese asian so that she gets to feel like she's journeying to the exotic far east for california rolls um anyway also way to double down on racially problematic statement by using a term like butthurt that's sure to win friends and influence people well done marina i honestly didn't think you'd find anything i'd find anything dumber than robert s's review but you managed to step up your game and claim the turd medal in the internet moron champions uh, olympics so, um, there's your, uh, there's a couple of reviews for you. I, I'm going to stop it there. Cause that's just, it's, it's too much for me. Um, you know what? Let's get into our trivia segment and, um, we'll, uh, deliver the goodness on that. Here we go.
right. And as of last week, I told you the new format of the show here was going to be that this is Kiss Trivia Time. And uh, that's what I love the most. So last week, I had asked you the question, what was the original title of the Kiss song, Going Blind? And you guys responded with Little Lady. And you are correct. Let's have the, the, the bells ringing right there. All right, man, this is going to get a little trickier for you. Um, this goes back to the 80s when uh, Gene Simmons was acting um, in movies and stuff with Tom Selleck. And this comes from um, the movie Never Too Young to Die with uh, Gene Simmons and John Stamos. Yes, that John Stamos from Full House, Uncle Jesse, fought Gene Simmons from Kiss in a movie. And it was awesomely bad. Um, it's <laughs> So here's your question. What two roles did Gene Simmons play in the movie Never Too Young to Die? Ooh, that's a good one. So uh, go ahead and think that one over. You can actually write to me the answer to the trivia at uh, justokpod at gmail.com or on the Facebook page at facebook.com. There's another car. Facebook.com slash this podcast is just okay. Um, if you're listening on SoundCloud or iTunes, this podcast is just okay. Go ahead and leave a review. Let me know what you think. Um, is the show up to par? Is it up to snuff? Is it uh, mediocrity at its finest? Let me know, and uh, I'll give you a, a virtual thumbs up, social distancing thumbs up through the screen of my computer. <laughs> um, with that, man, we had a cool, fun segment last week on the mailbag. So let's hit that and uh, let's do some somber piano music mail. That I do. And that crusty intro never gets old, does it? So this one comes from uh, Creations Rewards. And um, oh, let's see. Where's the name on here? Her name is Customer Care. So thank you, Customer Care, for writing in. You guys can write in too at justokpod at gmail.com. It says, wait, cue the music now. <clears throat> Remember Creations Rewards. Let's start earning free gifts again. You were once a member of Creation Rewards. You took surveys, watched videos, tried offers, shopped online, and so much more. You would redeem your points for gift cards to leading stores nationwide. We miss you and want to invite you back. All you have to do is activate your account below and then log into your account. It's still free and a lot of fun. To log in, click on the activate button below. Then log in using your email address. Your temporary account password is welcome. All right. I'm feeling that. Not a bad start. There was a lot of passion there. So thank you for that email. Uh, this next one here, I'm only going to read two today. We're going we're gonna to limit this because... We can go all night. So this one's from uh, Lull. And I um, just want to say thanks, Lull. Um, let's cue the music up. And let's go. Waking up, feeling energized, and thanking the sun for another beautiful day. The morning routine of champions. We don't always wake up feeling this great. And sleep deprivation could be the cause. Lack of sleep can make you and your partner moody. If you're awake and exhausted, being able to notice the small things and give thanks to your partner becomes difficult. Don't underestimate the power of a quality mattress can have on your sleep and ultimately your mood. Lull helps you, or you get quality sleep at a fraction of the cost, making both you and your partner happy and energized. 
to take on the day. Enter. Man, those were great emails, weren't they? Full of passion, fire. I felt it. I felt every one of those. Thank you guys for writing into me, caring about me enough to uh, monitor my sleep. Um, that's not creepy or nothing. And uh, I thank you for for checking in and, and caring in these these dark times. So <laughs> um, I think we got a full show today, man. Uh, that was the show. It was, it was decent. I feel better. I feel a lot better. I don't know how you guys are feeling. Write to me. I've already given you the links. And um, we'll continue this next week and uh, see how you guys feel. I say and uh, a lot, don't I? You can probably turn that into a game yourself. But um, And uh, I'll end it on that. So hope you guys have a good week. And I will catch you all next time. 